after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Mary Jane! Welcome everybody to another episode of After Buzz TV's recap of Being Mary Jane, season three, episode three, Being Kara. Episode four. Oh, four. Five, four. I'm so excited about the show. I forgot. Episode four, Being Kara. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. My cousin's back. Yes! Hey, I'm Fania Thomas. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and whatever else. I can't remember right now. Yes, yes. And you ladies are... I'm Tiana Hobson. Sorry, I'm looking for my camera. It's over there. (laughs) (laughs) Ready for her close-up. I'm Tiana Hobson, and you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, at the Tiana Hobson. And I'm Char Jossel, and you can follow me at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Char Says So. Oh, and YouTube, too. Char Says So. Yes, and make sure you use the hashtag for all of your tweets, ABTVBMJ, because Char's checking. Yes, I am checking. Yes, she'll read, she'll shout you out. If like you guys live? Are, like right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love a good live tweet. We, lo- we love your comments, by the way. Thank you guys for following oh, us and, and watching us and... We're going to shout some of you guys out. We're going to shout out some of last week's commenters. Thank you so much for your love. Outcaster Jolly, Monique Johnson, Roomba Toomba. Ooh, I like that name. Trixie Allen, Mimi Smith, and Beautiful Me. Thank you guys for commenting. And keep commenting, and we'll keep responding. Or Megan will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I tried to get on there today and respond to someone. I was like, Megan took care of everyone. You know what I'm saying? She was like, on it. We tag team on this. We tag team. We love your comments. So let's get into episode four. This episode was all about Kara, which I'm happy about. I like mm-hmm. when they show flashes of Kara's life. Yes. It's kind of like they too. took a, a page from Orange is the New Black. You know how they, oh, yeah. they dedicate an a, episode for a character. Yes. And Kara, this is season three. We needed more into yes. Yeah, we've Yeah, we've seen, you know, the messiness of her divorce and her mm-hmm. husband getting the kids. We've seen, what else? Um, who else? Pretty oh, yeah. much work. Gael. Gael. How she yes. feels about the Latin mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. And her beat, you know, her little minuscule arguments with Mary Jane. Right, yes. right, right. But we never get to but, see, you know, a lot of the. In de- we've seen her parents too, her yeah, sister. Her sister. I was just going to say, but y'all, tonight she gave me anxiety. Right. Like, I was sitting there watching the episode, freaking out, like, oh my gosh, how is she going to do everything? Yeah. How is this going to happen? What's going to work? 
I feel like I can be just like her sometimes, but yeah, I love making it. I still want to know what those pills were that she was popping. Girl, they, probably never, like, uh, they never got I don't know. To what, what is the pills that people be taking just for that? It's either an upper or a downer. Maybe a downer or something. Like she, she was, was taking in, caffeine pills. Right. I feel like... Now, it, what do psychiatrists... Like Xanax? Isn't it Adderall? Xanax. That's what I think oh, it is. Right. It's probably Xanax. I'm thinking about what Carlton was on. Like, <laughs> you know, first kids. You know when Carlton was popping the pills and he, you know. I love that you went with Carlton and I was thinking of Jesse Spano There's from Super Bowl. <laughs> There's another. I know, right? I think it was just I'm the so anniversary of that yeah. episode. So you brought your head. Like caffeine. All right, so, so we see, of course, that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the episode o- opens up with Kara having relations with Gael. It was steamy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Mary Jane at first. I was like, okay, Mary Jane. Oop, Kara. This was a sexy episode. It, it was sure about was. time that she got some. <laughs> well, I mean, her relationships are developing, and usually right. it's it's high stress. It's all work-related. But we got to see, like, how she's interacting with her kids right, and right, their right, part right. of her life. And more of, what's her, um, John, John, which yeah. they actually had a nice interaction right. as mm-hmm. opposed yeah. to, like, fighting, which I was thought was refreshing. It right. was. So um, she deserved to get some. She did, yeah. And then we also see that she's late and to the meeting, her kids' meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... She has a lot of anxiety. Her life is just very... I don't know. Like, I, I, I felt what she was going through because there's times in my life where it's been crazy like that. There's not enough not, hours in the yes, day. Yes, that's not a good feeling in your brain. You do feel like the world is going to explode and you're just going to... You yell at everyone. You mm-hmm. yell at the old lady crossing the crosswalk in front of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just me. And, no, John did make a comment about Superwoman. And I wrote down ladies have a tendency to have a superwoman right. complex. Like, we can do it all. We can take mm-hmm. it all on. We can be a career woman. We can be a mom. We can be a lover. We can be a girlfriend. Right, right. And be cute. And be 112 pounds. <laughs> hair done. <laughs> makeup no, really. beat. But really. it's not reality. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not possible. And I think a lot of times we set ourselves up to be like, we can do this. And yes. I think we saw her kind of, well, we did. She broke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My mom says that I have a problem with saying no to things. Mm. And that that is my problem, and I feel like um, Kara has that problem as well. Mm-hmm. Where she doesn't say no to anything, she thinks she can do it all, and she just has to keep going. Right, 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 right. So then we see that Kara, um, she has a moment for her breakdown, which is a, a lot of mom's guilt. I think a lot of moms have that. None of us are moms here, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure. I we... beg your pardon. I have a four-legged child. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I mean, I do, but... I'm sure you felt the mom's guilt then. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. 25%, because she has to be walked and fed. Right, right. True, true. So, of course, she's got the guilt, because she can't always be there. She's super busy with her job. Um, her So she tries to be in her son's lives a little more, especially with Scotty having dyscalculia. I think I might have dyscalculia. <laughs> Why? I severe math anxiety. You know what? I was fine when we were doing addition. Subtraction gave me a little, like, I can remember this. Oh, but when mad minute came with multiplication Ooh. and we had to do long division in fifth grade, oh my gosh, but I could crank out one hell of an essay. I could crank out one hell of a research paper. I just kind of abandoned math. Even to this day, I have a little anxiety. I'm always pulling out the iPhone or I still have my TI-83 plus from, you know, oh, high school. Oh, yes. 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 I do. Girl. But what I was going to 
to say what I thought was interesting about with uh, Kara and being late for the meeting. When did they start having parent-teacher conferences in the AM? I always thought that no, was a maybe PM it, thing. Oh, yeah, it that's was true. because the kids were no, going to school early. Right, and right. being Mary Jane was a I'm, being Mary Jane. Mary Jane was upset with her for right, not right. being there because it, it clashed. And I was like, that's kind of odd. I always well, remember my parents going at like six thirty p.m. You I know. feel like this was a special meeting specifically right, right. Oh, for the dyscalculia. Yes, mm-hmm. so it was maybe something that was planned for you know during a recess break right. or something mm-hmm. like that, where the teacher would then mm-hmm. do it in the middle of the day as opposed to gotcha. Right. Right. Think about that. I feel like every time a child has something wrong with this generation, there's a word for it. Like there's a right, diagnosis right, right. and a scientific reason as to why. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't is that necessarily bad because in the past I think these issues probably were already around I, ADD, ADHD, autism, all this stuff was around. You just never had a name. I think it's 50-50 because a lot of times people throw medication at it to fix right, it. Right, right, right. Whereas how about the kid is just experiencing some anxiety from being an adolescent, his mm-hmm. parents are separated, right. he might miss his mom, he's wetting the bed, like obviously like naturally you our get rid body. Of the dog. Right, like our <laughs> body naturally goes through right. emotions and I just like I'm sorry what is it called dyscalculia never heard of it me either until but, tonight but, but it's I like if it. you think about it there's been actors who come out like Tom Cruise I think is one of them who grew up with dyslexia but there's right. no name for it back then right, so he right. struggled his whole life not knowing yep. what was wrong so at least now they're saying hey you know what kids who are having anxiety about this and can't get it right there's a cause there's a name there's for it there's a cause for it there's a science which is important you, you know that's this. important yeah, yeah it's yeah, a thin important. line because right, exactly. then it's like but oh, I see what you're saying too I, mean, I, don't, have to, I don't think this is anything like everyone gets a participation trophy okay good because okay. I can't stand that like, issue I don't, think, I, like, I don't think it's I don't think we're there yet winners win losers lose <laughs> right 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 that's how life is. that's, that's, that's life for you and so then with her guilt Kara decides she wants her sons to come and stay at her house a little more. She, Big you know, mistake. I'm like, oh, you don't have the time, honey. But she Big feels mistake. like she can't. And you see that with her going off on them about the dog eating the shoes, sun's wet in the bed, yeah. like everything. And so much so that she has to apologize. And I think when you get that wound up that you make your children have anxiety and then you have to apologize and I have to, call to them. Dad. Right. right, and she like, mad. You know, I think that it in that instance, everything it just it's like that. I think it's a commercial when life comes at you fast. Right, I feel like <laughs> it was that thing because I mean, in fairness, she was you know woken up by the dog, the golden retriever licking her face, and she just literally woke up. You know how it can be sometimes yeah. when we wake up to chaos, right? And then it's like, okay, he wet the bed, the dog didn't chewed my shoe, and my eldest son is being disrespectful. I feel like Kara has she does have some sort of disconnect with her children. Yeah. Because there is watching it, I was like, not in my house. Like, some of like the language and the tone used between her kids and herself, it just was like there was a there was disrespect. You guys can disagree but there there was... There mm. is disrespect in a way, like only to see it from his side, because I agree with you, mm-hmm. I would not have been able to get away with any nope, sort of attitude in my mother's Smack house. in your face. But if you think about it, like his mom, it doesn't feel like since the separation she has really been around. Right. Exactly. So he's probably still holding on to anger from that and mm-hmm. acting out in a way of, who are you to tell me what to do and you exactly. have not been here. And he's exactly. a teenager. You know, he's all teenager. teenagers are jerks. Right. <laughs> and they're, they're probably still trying to get to know each other. Right. Yeah. Right. And yes. his emotions is how he's feeling and how he's mm-hmm. able to communicate them. And also, 
He's interested in girls right now. He's not uh-huh. interested in like having a relationship Bonding and building that with mom. He, mm-hmm. Like it's almost like it might be too far gone. Ain't nobody got time. It for might that. be for it him. Might, the oldest. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I think there's always time, you know, to get that together with you. Later kids. on, he's still, he's he's still, still in high school. Try. You know, later on. But I feel like there's a disconnect as far as them not knowing each other. So to just throw them in the same under the same roof together it's going to be a little friction there is absolutely I need and to know why she what, what, I, I need more what do you I mean I understand aside from being a mom and being a working person like where did all this rage or where is this emotion coming from no I think it comes from the fact like I don't know I've had this anxiety before too where I feel like I, you have too much on your plate you feel like you can't do it all and she says later in her meltdown with Mary Jane that it's you know she's been an A student her life and now she feels like a C student okay. that's very that's, very that's the same with me like when I feel like I'm failing in life I go, I just lose it. Then I got to remember just, to call on Jesus, and then I'll be. What are you doing? I just feel like like she's doing well. Maybe because I feel like she's doing fine. Like she's not a crackhead. But she got a she, job. She's, I feel like her breakdown centered around her feeling a sense that she felt because motherhood and marriage they ain't for everybody. No, right. right. And but society like, tells you that you they should be for everybody. That's what her, that's what her rent. She stood in line and she had a second child because mm-hmm. oh you all make pretty babies and she kind of kind of you know like fell in the flow of that. Right. But I felt like again being Mary Jane you guys know that I love this show because it forces conversation and that is something again that I think that needs to be talked about. Right. That marriage and motherhood they're just not for everyone. And, and Oprah. Right. And it's so sad what she says because you know when she's like I wish I would have never had kids and that's like everybody's like clutch your pearls you just said that you wish you would have never had your children And and, but she makes a good point because raising and loving your children are two different things come on Mm -hmm. you know what I mean here she is she wants to be the loving mother that spends time with her kids Mm -hmm. but she also wants them to go to good schools have you know their bellies fed good homes all this stuff Mm -hmm. so it's kind of tough because she's playing the role that a lot of men play yeah, if you think about it, she's playing the child support. She's she's good mom, but she lacks a nurturing aspect. Right, yes. right. Ooh. See, I I think it's brave of her. I applaud women who can say, you know, maybe I should not have had kids, and also That's acknowledge right, yeah. that you know I still want what's best for them, and I'm trying my best because I mean I think we all have I have family members who have kids who probably should never have had kids. Oh yeah, will not oh, re- yeah. will not Girl. remotely admit that they should not have had the kids that they do not give a flying crap about. Right, right, right. You know, and so it's better for someone to be honest and at least mm-hmm. hey, here is someone who does you know, care and can take care of you. And Kara's not trying to get rid of her kids. No. Even though she said this, which, right. you know, she still wants the best for them. So I'm I'm just like, you know what, good for you for admitting it. I have a friend who's pregnant right now and she told me she never wanted kids. So when when she said she's pregnant, we're all like, oh, like... But you know, that's, they oh, said that's typically you know, how it happens. No, she said being <laughs> pregnant want and kids. wanting children are two different things. I still Ooh. don't want a baby. This is happening. <laughs> so and now I'm embracing it and I'm going with it, but it was never in my plan to have which a is, child. Which is the which quote is, from tonight's show. What was the quote? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, I wrote, wrote it down because yes, it's a did. part of my life right now. <laughs> yes. Okay? Let go of, life, of the life you planned yes. mm-hmm. to accept the one that is waiting for for you. Exactly. Which makes okay. sense. And and to bounce back quickly to what Tiana was saying, now that you put it into perspective, you guys know that I'm always threading things together. I think back, Kim Kardashian loves having babies, but she hates being pregnant. She said publicly yeah. that pregnancy is the worst experience of her life, but she loves little North. And this, I can think this of other worse one things. On Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but in hey, regards you, to you, listen, you know it's different for everybody's body. It is. When you saw them cankles well, that she had. Then, I mean, let's not, I mean, 
we all can't afford to have a nutritionist, a dietitian, right. yeah. a plastic surgeon, yeah. and everything on standby. <laughs> Dermatologist. So I do not cry for those. Yeah. Okay. I do not cry. <laughs> we don't cry, cry for that, but we do cry for some of the people on the show. I feel bad for Kara and her kids. Because she's, she's really trying to do the best thing. You know, when she when she goes to MJ's house and she's just like, can you help me with these brownies or not? Like, that was a real... I bad for her. I, that's so sad, Because those were from though. scratch. Girl, yeah. <laughs> she burned them. I, I was know. like, oh, shit. Have you ever had something happen where you, like, like clearly something is not that bad, but because yes. it's the last straw, you, like, wow. lose your yeah. ish. And it's yeah. not about yeah. what, like... It's not about the brownies. It's about the bigger picture of trying to do it all, which in that scene was, which was so great. Like it was a tailspin of her on the computer, right, her doing right. brownies, her texting, mm-hmm. um, talking to her man, mm-hmm. baking brownies and looking up uh, dyscalculia. Yeah, that <laughs> right, happened to right. me the other day at work, actually. It was the what? Wi-Fi. I had a deadline, but I had to submit <laughs> credentials for something. The window was closing and I couldn't get on the Wi-Fi and I just started crying. And you're like, and is everything okay? I can't get on the light. Like, sometimes you do have to do that. I've excused myself and removed my lashes and let out a good cry. <laughs> and then, you know, went to the bathroom and pieced myself back together. And got, sometimes you have to do that. You right, right, right. You, you gotta let to it out. And, and good thing that Mary Jane is such a good friend for her because she, you know, it's late. Mary Jane's trying to get a job back, you know? Yes. And here I she love is, their like, friendship, though. Right, it, it's a, they have a genuine friendship because Kara can really vent her feelings about should have never had kids. Like, you can't really mm-hmm. say that to a lot of people. No, that's always certain people. Especially without them judging you. Right, right. And holding it over your head and bringing it up mm-hmm. later in conversations mm-hmm. when the when the intensity has died down. Well, in fairness, Mary Jane got a whole bunch of stuff going on and Karen never throws <laughs> it in her face and she never holds it, uh, holds, you know, Mary Jane, like, holds it against Mary Jane that Mary Jane's so self-centered and right. she can be mm-hmm. uh, a little... Um, Self-centered. Yeah, self-centered. <laughs> self-centered. It's like it just kind of like she knows. Like, she, yeah. this girl but don't mean know, no harm. We're right, but it's a little rough when you say to somebody, I wish I would have never had kids. You say that to somebody who wants to have kids. I didn't think you about that. You know what that. I'm saying? And I, when she said that, I was like, ooh, not to me. I didn't think she, about that. She trying to have a baby. Ooh. That's, but you know what? It, it wasn't from a malicious. It wasn't, it wasn't from, right. She wasn't right. being malicious. Yeah. Yeah. It right. was her in her natural raw state and being honest, which a lot of women think that. Right. But, but they, they don't, don't say it. wasn't in a nana and a boo-boo type way. Right. 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 It was her literally breaking down. And Mary Jane, she understood that. Right. She saw that. And she put those brownies together. You better do oh, that. Oh, they look so good. And you they better were like Pauletta. That was like Pauletta cooking that, honey. That was no Mary Jane. Pauletta can make some brownies. The sugar sprinkles. Yeah. The sugar. And they were not like I said, they were not brownies for kids because they were fat brownies. <laughs> oh, brownies. I thought you meant they were a different kind of brownie. No, right. I'm saying the kids are going to be wired all day. They right, eat right. one of those squares; they're going to be full and wired all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, we see that uh, Kara again has to cancel on Gael. Sad mm-hmm. as always, and she tells him that they shouldn't be together. And that, of course, they have one last hurrah in the car. Woo! That was steamy. That's work. In the parking lot. I was like, wait a minute, because I feel like I've seen that parking structure before, <laughs> and I feel like there are cameras on the roof of that parking structure. I feel like it there might be. are. I it's guess it seems like that. There's going to be cameras around. There's going to be all that stuff. Which ups right, the ante right. of like the thrill of it all, of you know, maybe possibly being caught. That scene was so racy. I had to retweet Vivica Fox. She was watching in live time, like kind of like where we were. <laughs> right. Vivica was even like, God damn, you know, like that. Right. Thing. She loved that car scene. 
Mm-hmm. Right. What? Okay, so what do you guys think about this? Because Kara says that she can't be with Gael anymore. Obviously, she wants to spend more time with her children. Then she tells John that they should move back in. Mm. Was she right on both accounts? So when they had their first conversation and when she, before she made the brownies and she started pouring them wine and they were sitting there having a civil converse, conversation, mm-hmm. part of me was like, oh my gosh, are they about to get drunk? Right, and right. right now? And then, you know, that didn't happen. But then she goes back to him and says, we should move back in together. It All signs are leading to them getting, yeah. back, getting together. back together right, right. now. I'm and she blamed it on expense. It'll cut our expenses in half. Like, I don't think right now she's thinking I want to be back together with no, him. Right. But I feel that coming back together, getting their family back is one right, can lead right. to the bridging that. Like she's that. craving that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, I, I agree. And I feel like she's grasping in a way to get some balance or fix in her mm-hmm. life. She's not rational just yet because she did experience a very serious emotion and, right, and right. breakage. But I, I mean, it's, it sounds good, and it's good for the kids, and it sounds like a great idea. But no, no, no. <laughs> she said it sounds like a bad idea. But they don't have a choice. That's what she said. Yeah. You have choices. You do have choices. I, I mean, home. I think I, I get why she would do that. And honestly, with her not being home as much, it probably is yeah. a good idea. But now that you have an understanding, because before there was a the pressure of being a wife in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was added to the fact that now we got to take care of these kids and my job is stressful. Now it's like, okay, we're it's a roommate situation. You yeah. upstairs, I'm downstairs, we're taking care of these kids. And she mm-hmm. was paying two house notes, basically. Right, like, right. Come on. Right. That's, That's how true. she went off. And she was like, that is not your father's house. That is... And all he said was dad's house, and mm-hmm. it and was a trigger she, for her. She went off on Matter Soul. Yes, oh. with a hand like I was like, oh, shout out to Daniela Alonso. I know. I was like, you got week. these spicy Latinas in here, and so we a little bit of information is revealed. Kara does say that Marisol has been having relations with Greg. I clutched my pearl. You believe Girl, it? Yes. You believe it? No, I, I think it's true because the fact that Marisol didn't really, she was just like, what? What are you talking about? Like, it would have been, I think there would have been a, more of a reaction in, in the fact that we didn't know anything about this before this episode. Mm-hmm. And the way she said it to her was kind of like, Girl, we already know. Like, I've already Ooh. seen this. I don't like, and oh, we didn't know okay. it because the way that the show is framed, Mary Jane had been to work, so neither have we. <laughs> right. We've been with Mary Jane. No, right, right, right. We've been with Mary Jane right. through her stuff. <laughs> she, was, she was a little shady with that Telemundo line. Like, that was a little, <laughs> like, oh. Because I feel like every now and then she's, like, all about brown pride, and then she's like, no. Like, when right, Grayel right. came at her, I think he was, like, speaking to her in Spanish. I'm not... I can't remember. Right, right. right. Yeah. She was just like, um, no. It was right. just because she leaned in with it and led with her finger. This isn't Telemundo. <laughs> right, and that, that was Kara, like, right. not being Latina <laughs> at the moment. I was like, oh. But then you could hear the New York Puerto Rican coming out of her. Yeah. I was like, go yeah. ahead, Lisa Vidal. Yeah. That's you. That's you coming out. Yeah, I heard. It reminded me of, like, Law and Order or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, so that'll be interesting to see in upcoming episodes with Kara and the kids and John and her job. We'll mm-hmm. see what's going on with that. And I was just starting to like Gael, so I really hope that he's still around. You Hold on, wait a minute. Was it you that said he was a serial killer no, last no, season? No, no, no. Was that no, Fania? No. That, that was Ashley Gray. That was not me. That was Ashley Oh, it was Gray. Ashley? Okay. She sat across the table and I said, ooh, girl, what you talking about? You better take it back. Somebody else then. didn't like him. Was yeah. it you, Fania? It was you. I said he, I may have said that he wasn't as attractive as my cutie buddy. No, you didn't say that. No, you you agree that he was probably a a serial killer. I was like, what kind of show is this? 
When he came in studio last season and we got to talk to him, Ashley Gray did change her attitude and she was like, <laughs> wait a second, now, you know what, I thought you were kind of creepy on Kara for a while, but now I like you. So. Right, right, right. Well, let us know what you guys think about the episode so far. Make sure you use the hashtag ABTVBMJ and you can also write in the comments below. Mm-hmm. We love your comments. or respond to them. Even if they're mean, we don't care. We still will talk with you guys as well. So, um, where else can people watch us? Benita? Well, <laughs> they can watch us or our affiliates, BHL, yes. the Black Hollywood Live, and all things African American. And I'm really bad at reading from scripts. Oh my gosh, this is horrible. I'm more off the cuff kind of gal. Anyhow, let me just read it down to you guys because it's really good stuff. <laughs> Let me tell you why. It's the first online broadcast network focused on African-American talent and influencers. Right. Okay. The roster includes 12 shows focusing on sports, fashion, entertainment, comedy, politics, music, technology. I'm on one of the shows. It's called uh, Next on on Black Hollywood Life. Make sure you check that out. It's our affiliate station, and I interview a bunch of people that are really cool. (laughs) And Phineas pointing to me, I am the vice president of Black Hollywood Live. We have a great network with a ton of shows and great content. We stream all our shows live. Most of them come on Fridays, but check out um, our YouTube page, our iTunes page, Facebook, Twitter, BHL Online, all over social media, so just make sure you guys check us out and send us some love. And see, and therefore she's saying, I will never be have a spot on BHL because I read the script so horribly. I mean, well, what's the website, Fania? Let, redeem yourself. Oh, <laughs> what's the website? BlackHollywoodLive.com. Okay. There you go. Yes, Jamie Foxx, Taraji P. Henson, Miss Cookie. You gotta, yes. you gotta tune in. And yeah. Nick Canyon. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of dope guests coming. We do. Yeah. Like, and dope host. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So make sure you Brian check out Black Hollywood Live. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about, since we're talking about black people, let's talk about MJ. Um, this episode so we see that she's still dealing with the death of Dr. Lisa <sighs> Hudson and she she's done this in the past where she tries to I guess pacify some of the things in her life by calling Cuddy Buddy mm-hmm. so yet again she calls mm-hmm. handsome which is, which is not an uncommon buddy. practice but proceed <laughs> true <laughs> indeed <laughs> and she calls him again and we see some steamy hot loving she keeps mm-hmm. trying to forget her mm-hmm. issues by she rubbed him raw by orgasming mm-hmm. right she rubbed him multiple raw multiple times multiple she's, she's greedy uh, can I just say that there was a moment briefly where he was almost out of my fantasy league okay why what do you mean why a moment briefly why and then no. and then and then and then and then he said well you came twice when I was like oh mm. see never mind and I was thinking the whole time Okay, clearly he's been at it for a while, and that's why. Because Cuddy Buddy don't be stopping <laughs> too soon, in my opinion. Right, right. In my fantasy, he's he's oh, never in your fantasy. Sure. He didn't do that. He didn't, oh, okay, he didn't do that. Yeah, no, he's, I can, he's still on the roster. Okay, <laughs> I can always appreciate a Cuddy Buddy who doubles up their job in being a friend as well. Oh, you know what? So which, which is he great. Stayed, he right. stayed. And, he you cuddled. Know, he cuddled. He spooned. Mm-hmm. He was very, you know, That's always you can. Always always appreciate that. I thought it was hilarious when Nisi caught them because I just it <laughs> instantly flashed back to last season when she right. was caught with Corey in the house. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, Raven's you, little brother. I, I was like, I love that you named his Disney show. <laughs> right, right, right. Because that that's, was not his name. Corey that's, how, that's how I know him. Corey Baxter. <laughs> was, uh, 
<laughs> Raven's little brother was Raven in the house. And then, and then I, I love Mary Jane's response to her when when Nisi was like, "Well, hey, I want to, I want one of those in my pool." She's like, "You got to get a pool first. Okay. And she put her on game about resumes. She that did. was a real moment. So is that true? That does everybody lie on the resume? Yes, you I, have to. I don't lie. To I exaggerate. It. Yes, exaggerate the truth. Hello, but I no, mean, no, that was not exaggerating. No kind of truth on the SNC internship. That was literally a lie. Right. I mean, <laughs> like Mary Jane said, there are no rules. You have I to feel like in today's world mm-hmm. where you can't necessarily walk in and put on your sparkling personality and shake an employer's hand and get a job mm-hmm. when you're just literally electronically one name out of mm-hmm. 5,000. Right. Sometimes you may have to pull a, a Mary Jane Nisi move. Right. I would personally wouldn't do it because you never know when references is going to be called and they're going to check that right. <laughs> oh, That's my sister's phone number with my grandma's name. Yes. So right. Hey, everybody, someone's going to call you right, for a right, reference. Right, 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 right. Right. But you never know. Or what if they put you to the test? What if they just throw you on the computer with no I mean, training? But when you're trying you better to be good. Based on your lie. You better be when you're good. trying to get in, it's not like she was going to like a managerial position or yeah. like a safety position. Right. And then on, on top to... of that, at least her aunt is the person right. that she would have been interning with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I mean, you know, just be a fast learner. Yeah. <laughs> right. You pick up on Don't lie if you can't no. hold up the yeah, lie Because I mean, I got an internship once that I could do something and then I got immediately on Google and was like, how do I do script Right. Like, yeah. Or I, even you'll I get learned. a job and your job description is completely different Come than on. what you Come went on. in and said, okay, I'll do this. Yeah. And also define an internship because as MJ's niece, she has had to go on personal errands for on right. errands for her yep. to like run and grab her food or run and grab like this. Yep. She's been hey, she's right. been like she's been hey. I would have put down kinda. nanny just because she has mom experience and no one yes. needs to know it's her own kids she's caring for. You guys but, are giving but. me ideas. <laughs> there are no rules. No rules. No rules. No rules. What did you think about the way? Tegan, her interviewer, was basically reading her about... Why is her name like that? Because I was Tegan, because I looked on it. I was like, oh, <laughs> I like, I like that name, Tegan. Anyway, um, so she, how she was reading her basically about her life instead of interviewing her about the yeah. skills for the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, thankfully, I've never gone through anything like that. But that was... That was a, that was a little polarizing to watch because you know in real life that it happens so mm-hmm. frequently, and being a part of like this marginalized group that Nisi's in, you know, just being black and being a woman and trying to enter the workforce, right. single mother, and then that, yeah. right, it just it was a little polarizing to watch. And I think some of those things are illegal to ask. I don't know for sure. So if you guys, what know, did she, she ask? Well, she was she was talking about her, you know, about being pregnant and all that. Like, I, I think a, there's did why didn't you finish pregnant? high school? Right. Like, yeah, I think that's okay. But I think but it was, when it was you her tone. And it was snarky. It was very, very right. They're not allowed to ask someone about their pregnancy or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. that I think is illegal. Actually, I don't think you can do that. No. So Tegan do. needs to be fine. See, well, I, I think, think, by Tegan, I think by technically Tegan. she asked her why she chose not to finish high school, and then Nisi said because I got pregnant. Oh, right. Okay. So Nisi brought it up. It wasn't a direct line of questioning. Okay. It might have been okay. inferred, but. Wasn't a direct, but, which is true. But I, I like how Nisi responded to her and was like, "Yeah, I'm a mother. I was late because I'm a mom, and not because I'm hired me, right. right?" And I, I mean, I've been in a position where interviewing people, and I'm sure you guys have too met with people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what color you are, right? People, people are be late, late. <laughs> especially in LA with the, the way there's traffic set up. Yes, mm-hmm. you okay. don't. I sat half an hour waiting to interview a videographer, and then I had. To, are you coming? 
Wait, did you hire oh, him? Oh, they didn't voluntarily update you. No, you ma'am. Had to oh. no, ma'am. Well, oh, that's no. okay, because at least Nisi called and said, hey, that's I'm the way to do it. That's yeah. what you're supposed you gonna be to do. late on rent for a day. You reach out to your <laughs> landlord. You don't wait for them to reach out Girl, to they, you. Well, you, they you reach out. out. You out. already out there. <laughs> <laughs> they reach out. It's not good. <laughs> right, 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 right. And you got a nice landlord. <laughs> I know, right? Where do you live? I mean, speaking from personal experience, It's okay, Shar. It's all right. We still love you. Right. Yeah, Nisi gets the job with the help of her aunt, which is really yeah. good. And yeah. it seems like she's it's, she's doing something that she's going to be good at. Because Nisi right. used to irritate her. the hell out of me. Oh my gosh, she used to. It, and it seems right. like she's finally starting to right. kind of, sort of, get it turn it a around. little bit. Get it. God together. came and turned it around. <laughs> and around and around and around. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and so, of course, uh, MJ is still dealing with the fact that you know she's she's lost her best friend and she keeps seeing signs of her everywhere. She sees mm-hmm. Lisa's name on her brain. And she's control. being extorted. Right. And she's being extorted all at the same time. She sees Lisa's name. What? She see, She gets the Samburu Project invitation where Lisa was supposed to be speaking. Uh, on what, my birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Well, no. In January. In January. January 2nd. No, did, what did you guys I'm think? I'm a Capricorn like Blue Ivy and <laughs> Tina, oh, Miss Tina. Oh, oh my gosh. The Geminis get along real well. <laughs> okay. what, what did you think was in that letter? Oh, I was just hoping that it wasn't a letter. Like a, uh, like suicide, a suicide letter. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, that's I what thought. I thought it was. Right. I didn't think it was going to be an, but then I, invite. Yeah, but then I did see that it was kind of a formal looking invite. And I was like, was Lisa getting married? And we didn't know mm. it. Because it, it was a it was an envelope that just looked like it had something important in With it. With a nice not, calligraphy. Or yeah. I thought it was. I thought, I thought she did when she was drunk. So she was, you know, on her way no, out. I thought, I thought it was a, I, 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 dear John, I'm going to kill myself later. Me too. Because if, in fairness, the way Lisa went out was uh, very formal and very she put on the nice dress and she showered and ate her right. wine and cheese and, mm. and and drank mixed her pill her toxic concoction and and sipped her wine it was very kind of you know not glamorizing suicide of course but, but it did for yeah. for the sake right, of the right. discussion it wasn't like a you know I stuck a pistol down my throat and ended it right right so I don't know I I thought it was Oh my gosh, she's gonna tell us like why she did yeah. it. She's gonna mm-hmm. say all right. these things, and mm-hmm. is she gonna apologize? That's what I thought. So it was nice that we didn't go because I think that would have taken a whole. We would have been back in Sadville like yeah. we were last week for last week's tonight. Episode. We were in Sucktown. We, we were, were right, right. right. You, you can't mix the sad and the sex. I just want to lick somebody's face. Like, <laughs> oh I always go back and rewatch the episode oh. so I can say Siri, what's the name of this song, and add it to my Spotify. I yes. love the soundtrack. You yes. know what? There there needs There's, to be. I wrote this down I last week. The there soundtrack. needs to be like an MJB weekly iTunes track listing because the last episode right. that we watched, I think it was one and two together. Yeah, the yeah. music was so yeah. good. Right, so right, if right. you guys know where we can get that or if it exists, just like Shondaland. Shonda Rhimes has good soundtracks for her shows yeah. too. Oh, you guys better mm. capitalize off that and make a playlist on okay. iTunes. Okay, right, right, right. Mm. Um, and so then, of course, Mary Jane is being extorted by Cece. <laughs> I love this character. By I the love Cece. Only because it is such a departure from what we're used to. I think it's mm-hmm. safe to say call her Aunt Loretta at this point. Right. What we're used to, our, uh, what our Auntie Loretta normally plays. Right. So it's just so, I love seeing her in the villainous because she has that little, uh-hoo, like that little voice. <laughs> and so to see her How, being how's the, it go? <laughs> so to see her being the bad guy, it's kind of like, ooh, you suck. And I'm glad that Mary, J- Mary Jane is, is reading you for points right now. You suck. But I like seeing, you know, Auntie Loretta as, you know. 
the I, bad guy. I just hate when people do something bad and justify it using God. Tiana, that actually happens, you know, it, every day. <laughs> right, right. On the hour. And I just... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about CC. I just can't, I can't. Oh, I don't like CC at all. I, I like, like CC. I, I CC. Really, I, no, I you know what? <laughs> I feel like there's a need for CC right now. With I, I think it's aside from her extortion and her calling on Jesus and mm-hmm. living in the name of Jesus. Bookstores. I feel like our generation and maybe the ones after us, they're starving for this kind of like. Wisdom, acknowledge, and right, exposure. Right, right. I feel like her character is kind of like a fairy godmother, the voice of reality. She's kind of like a Jiminy Cricket, She's kind of like dark a dress in a bowling shirt. Kind of like in a Spike Lee way, too. Like, all of that mixed together where she's like dropping these jewels of like yeah. knowledge and education and exposure. But being that the is antagonist. Like, right. Like, and helping to like get this generation desensitized from like the music videos and right, Instagram right, and right. rappers we're and only one generation rich, away rich. from Jim Crow like she was saying like some like, stuff if you listen just, to what she right. says it makes a lot of she sense she be spitting knowledge she right. knows what she's talking right and she says one thing that I, when she talks about the masculinity of women mm-hmm. and she was like this is a direct cause uh, it's caused by the abandonment from our men so right. we've had to become masculine and I was like oh I didn't look at Mary J. Mary, I keep wanting to say Mary J. freaking Blige. I didn't look at Mary Jane's approach as masculine. I looked at it as aggressive. And I don't equate well, aggressiveness that's, that's, with masculinity. No, but I think that's what she was saying. You you feel the need to be defensive and to right. be, you're, you're using potty language. In fairness, you're extorting True, me. true. But in, I mean, <laughs> if you look at Mary Jane aside from this, she is very assertive. She's a woman that has yeah. to be on her own. She's had to climb to the top. It's very hard in this mm-hmm. type of industry. So I get that. But I also understand what, what, um, um, Cece is saying that in our culture, typically mm-hmm. women, the men have been abandoned. They've they've mm-hmm. gone. They've left us with raising children. So we have a high rate of single mothers in our community. Mm-hmm. We have a high rate of men being in prison. Right. So I get what she's saying, and I'm like, you're right. As a result, a lot of women have had to become hardened. But my okay, I get that. But my pract- my problem is what MJ kind of tells her is practice what you preach. Right. Don't be a hypocrite about the information and the knowledge that she's giving to MJ is great information and it needs to be said to her. But it's also something where if someone like that saying that to me, I'm not going to fully accept the what you're saying to me because you're not practicing what you preach. You're talking about the masculinity of, you know, black females and you're walking around in like baggy <laughs> pants and like a oversized shirt. And, 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 you know, it's like, but, but maybe, like but maybe that's typical. what she's saying. Maybe, cause I felt like she was talking about herself as well. Like, you know, but, part no. of this is a result of me, of what I've gone through. That's, that's how I took it. That's why she was mm-hmm. spitting that knowledge. I don't think that was like, I'm talking about everybody except for myself. I think she was also putting herself in there. I see what Tiana's saying though because I feel like it it's it's problematic with a lot of I'll just say blanket you know religious people it, it's kind of like a do as I say not as I do right, type right. thing mm-hmm. and that creates that's when you got to get chin checked that's when you got to <laughs> yeah. get the receipt book pulled and the person's not going to receive your message as well because they're looking you're at you like you're not you're hypocritical why should I listen to anything but I feel like a lot of those people feel like they're coming at you with uh, religious love but if you fire back at them it's perfect. 
persecution. You're judging right. me. You're per- they don't see they they right. whether it's by choice or inability, they just don't see the other side of the coin. Okay, so of course Mary Jane does her reporter research and which she should have done a long time ago because she knows how to do this. You know how to research and get in and find the stuff. How I mean, did she get in that account though, girl? girl she had girl, those way. resources. I'm just so mad she didn't tell her lawyer about this whole thing in the first place. Or <laughs> my thing is, why didn't That's she? Because I wasn't here for episode one and two when CC rang my doorbell. You see this little handy dandy iPhone? Hit record. Have the full conversation. Right, invite right. her out to the patio. Record the conversation. Boom. CC could have been out of your life. She didn't know what's gonna happen she, yet. You know why? Because she was too worried about her Louisville slugger. She was. She did have that bat. The only thing she was holding on to was a bat. (laughs) So what what do you guys think about this? Because once Mary Jane finds out that Cece has this bookstore, she used the money to buy a bookstore, she feels like it's outdated, there's no point in you buying or putting your money, investing it into something that's a dying breed. Mm -hmm. She's Mary Jane says that Cece is a fraud, but Cece says she's a survivor. Which one is it? Fraud. She's a fraud. I think Cece sees herself as a survivor because she's well, blinded by... Well, what do you think? By, what do you think? Is is she right? Is she right that she's a survivor? I mean, hey, I everyone's got to survive their circumstances. We don't know enough about mm-hmm. her backstory to really judge if she's surviving or right. what life, what the obstacles in life have been placed in front of her. I don't know her background. I don't know her history. So I'm not going to judge that right. she's not surviving the best she knows how. I, I agree. I feel like right now she's surviving through committing fraud. But, <laughs> right. but, you know, she, um, she, I, Cece's character is just too complex to me. Like, right. she, it's so many layers. But when she was in the bookstore, I shared this with the ladies off camera. If you all have ever seen For Colored Girls, did it remind <laughs> you of Loretta's mo- monologue in yeah. there where she was like, somebody took all of my stuff. You know, she was talking to the, to the customer or whatever. So, that was just my little I know. She, I got really Loretta excited. Devine has the, the best monologues. She's yeah, the person yeah. you want to hear She's talking about, um, she's talking with the guy on the store that, to me, I, I love this character and I think she, she definitely a fraud, absolutely. She's a hustler. I think she's a hustler. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think she's a survivor because she's had to take lemonade in her, I mean, lemons in her life and make them lemonade. Now, even though this is, uh, illegal, extortion is not okay, uh, morally it's wrong, all that stuff, I do think, I can understand why she sees herself as a survivor and she's like, no matter what, I gotta make sure I take care of my stuff, even if that right. means that I have to lie to you and do cheat it. And, and she's right. only taking twenty five because that's what she <laughs> yeah. asked for from God. So she's not being more would make her a criminal. Right. Okay. That's her Angry. blessing. That but her Mary blessing. Jane did have a good point. Investing in a bookstore is kind of like. Mm, no, but I, everything's I electronic now. I know, but I think there's something beautiful I about that. It's, it's a sense of community, right? I mean, and especially yeah. because when you, if you've ever gone to a black bookstore mm-hmm. where it's, it just feels so lovely. It's not like a Barnes and Noble, but it's very like you got your same Kofa stuff. You, I mean, it's, it's. I've just, never been to one, but I was just in yes. Barnes this mo- this morning, and I, I can always appreciate. I miss Borders. I can always appreciate. <laughs> we're gonna have to take you to a field trip for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to go to Inglewood, honey. Yeah. Take you to these bookstores. Yeah, you know, because it's it's a sense. Of pride and it ownership is, yeah, and like yeah. Yeah. culture and like we just don't have it enough. So I, right. I like that. And digital will just never for me replace the smell of no. books. I like doing open. Like I love turning pages. Mm-hmm. I love. I like folding in the books. corner. I yes. like to fold my corner. You guys still buy books? Yes, yeah. I do. I still buy books. I, I just I just pre ordered Shonda Rhimes book today. Oh, hard hardcover. Okay. Oh, you spent the extra money. I don't really like can you can, back can you pass that to me? <laughs> I mean, Amazon Prime. I don't really like. Can you get free delivery? Okay, so then of course we see at the very end of this that um, Mary Jane finally reads uh, the letter. She's really sad about everything, 
and Cuddy Buddy comes to her rescue. Hmm. What I, what I appreciate about Who him is run to? Yes, from day one he <laughs> yes. has been trying to be there from her, yes, for her and right. MJ has continuously pushed him away like no that's not what we are I don't need that I don't need that and she finally just gave in to his big muscular mm. tattooed yes! arms Chocolate. and just Chocolate. Yes, and then he gave her the whiskey Hallelujah. and a cigar, which, come on, how awesome is that? Right, Hallelujah. you share your grandfather's, yes. you know, what his routine, you share that hey, with her. Like, that's, that's such so, a nice story. You know? Doesn't make you so want to make out with I'm somebody. I'm going to go home and have a shot of whiskey and <laughs> You have been trying to make out with somebody all, yeah, all I'm night. Gonna, She's going to go home and have me a drink four. and cry. Mm. And flip through my Ebony magazine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, before we get out of here, let's do a couple of predictions. And now, Okay, everybody has to give a different prediction, starting with Tiana. Shar. (laughs) She's the newest. We're going to make her go first. Go. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my prediction, since they always piss me off and say this season on Being Mary Jane. (laughs) Instead of next week. (laughs) That grinds my gears. My prediction is, I don't know, it's kind of bothering me because I don't know how they're going to get rid of Loretta's character. Um, But my prediction is she's going to open up more to Cuddy Buddy, and hopefully we'll get a name next week. Because right now he's just Cuddy Buddy. And uh, I think next week, I don't have a solid prediction, but I feel like it, it's going to be work-oriented. And it's going to be like maybe Clash of the Titans between okay. Marisol and Mary Jane. Okay. Okay, Beyonce. Um, I'm going <laughs> to piggyback off of what I said last week, which is next week Nisi's mom will come into play, hopefully. and Because Nisi seems yes. to get be on the right track right now. And going Who's places, Jill Scott, Jill Scott mm-hmm. is going to play, play her mom, so maybe she's going to come in and kind of throw mm. Nisi off Ooh, track. Yeah, you know, always yes. when you up here doing the good come things, that the devil gonna come. You better preach. You better preach. Yeah, shut up, Hanna. You better preach, son. Whoa, Mia. You just said a word. Mia, what is what is your prediction? Um, I feel like Lisa is going to. Here and somehow I feel like it's going to be maybe in MJ's dreams, okay. but I feel like her character isn't completely done. I feel like we might see little glimpses of her, okay. and then also, yeah, I feel like Cuddy Buddy's going to become like permanent Cuddy Yay! Buddy Nothing permanent with Mary Jane, girl. But it's time. <laughs> yes. Okay. My prediction is that I think something's going to. I think Cece's going to die. I don't know what episode, but I think she's going to die. And I think because of all the, the knowledge that she's kicked. To MJ, MJ's going to take over the bookstore and it's really going to, like, she's gonna be this person who, because we've seen Mary Jane spit knowledge. No, 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 no. She's, she's gonna, that's gonna be her additional business. But she, um, you know, we've seen her before try to spit some knowledge, but she does, she does so from a woman who has been privileged. So I think she's gonna start spitting some more knowledge. She's gonna take over the bookstore. I like that. Mm, Okay. We like it too. I like that. And we're also, I also predict we're gonna have some people from the cast coming up soon. Next week, week after that, week after that. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Where can we find you beautiful ladies? You can find me at Char Says So on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, Facebook, and YouTube.com backslash Char Says So. And you can find me everywhere at the Tiana Hobson. <gasps> you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Fania Thomas. And as always, you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And don't forget, you guys, we love your comments. Let's keep the conversation going all week long. Go down below. Go ahead and put all your comments down there. We might just be shouting you out next week, all right? Use the hashtag ABTVBMJ. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz later. buddy, cutty buddy. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.